Welcome back to Stay in Your Lane, presented by Triple T Transport. Today we've got uh, Dan North coming back, uh, going to sit down with us. Core inflation strips out energy prices and food prices because they're so volatile. Strip them out and you get a more steady measure of underlying inflation called the core. And that peaked last March at six and a half percent. Uh, another 40-year record, and now it's down to 4.7%. Now, we talked about having a recession in the second or third quarter. That's been pushed back a little bit. Um, we now think that we're likely to have a negative quarter, um, maybe in the fourth quarter of this year, followed by something like 0%. It's right skating around recession in the U.S. So it's a slightly milder forecast than it was last time, but we certainly see a lot of evidence of a slowdown coming. So as it wanes and the economy continues to slow, and then we approach the the the, the negative quarters that are upcoming or potentially flat, um, that is what we consider our, defin- our previous definition of a recession. But the recovery on the other side of that is is where I'd like to steer it next. What does that recovery look like from where we are if food prices are still high, fuel and energy prices are still high, and inflation comes down to the 2% point, interest rates are not probably going to go down. I think we, we talked about it previously, if you're 32, 33 years old in today's workforce, you've never seen interest rates at seven or eight or, you know, for a home or any Mm -hmm. of those things where those of us that are a little longer in the tooth have and seen worse times. What does it look like long term from your vision? I think you've got it pretty well spot on. We think it will be a slow recovery for many of the reasons you just mentioned. Uh, Interest rates are notoriously difficult to forecast, but certainly they're going to be higher than they were a couple of years ago. You know, they're still going to be higher than that. Um, So relatively, even if they do come down, they're still going to be high. What has been driving the economy to a certain extent is excess savings that consumers have accumulated during uh, COVID. The government gave away a whole lot of money, made it, and consumers saved a lot of it, and they've, they've spent it, and they've spent it down, and there's going to be less of that available. There's going to be less room to use credit cards because the rates are so high. Um, the, the amount of credit card debt outstanding isn't particularly high, but uh, the rates are so high. So it's going to be more difficult for consumers to spend, and that's that's seventy percent of the economy. Um, so the fact that we have are still going to have high interest rates and a consumer that has less to spend, yeah, it would make you think that uh, we're definitely going to see a a slower recovery than you might otherwise. And typically, when there's a slowdown in the economy, Fed Reserve cuts interest rates to stimulate the economy. Well, they're always late to do that. They're always slow to do that because they want to make sure, in this case, that inflation has really, truly, totally been killed. And by that time, they've 
killed the economy as well. In other words, they're not going to cut interest rates until later in 2024. So you're not going to get that stimulus from monetary policy you might normally get. So yeah, that's a very good uh, a good guess. We uh, concur with the same thing, a slow recovery. Now, we're seeing every day companies are going out of business. Some of them for different reasons. Some, I, th- I think that when interest rates were so low and money was virtually free um, to borrow and to work with, their operating costs were so much lower. And now that the interest rates have gone up and they're not operating on their own revenue, they can't withstand it. We're seeing you know, companies start to struggle. Right. So in effect, what you're talking about is sometimes what we call zombie company. Zombie firm basically has borrowed a lot of money and maybe they thought they had a great project. Um, So they borrowed a lot of money to fund it and maybe it didn't turn out so great. And now all the profits that they make go to servicing the debt. They can't make any more money than just paying off the interest payments. So they can't grow. They can't reduce the principal. They're just walking along the walking dead, paying the interest, paying the interest and, and unable to uh, unable to grow. And they may have, you know, say uh, negative sales for over a certain period of time. Boeing, believe it or not, is a perfect example. They had this great product, which was going to be a game changer. 737 Max. Well, no, there were two crashes and suddenly it's not a game changer anymore and they've been losing money and you know making the interest payments and and not much else. Hmm. So this is a problem in a rising interest rate environment because when companies have borrowed too much and then they need to refinance, which zombies do, wow, that is that makes it very difficult. If you're a zombie and you got to refinance at a higher rate all of a sudden, yeah, your risk, uh, the probability of default has gone up sharply. And that's why you are, in fact, seeing more uh, more defaults. We're seeing it as well throughout the economy. Um, so it's, it's, certainly, uh, it's certainly a risk there. Well, that's your business, right? I mean, that's, that's what you gauge for. That's, yep. I mean, that's the, that's the core purpose. Uh, that drives all of your uh, knowledge and, and understanding of what's going on in our economy. So um, I, I definitely want you to know we, we appreciate you participating and being on our podcast and sharing your knowledge. So to sum it up here, moving forward, expect it to be slow coming out of this. We're seeing attrition uh, happen for the first six months of this year. Uh, the last number I saw was over 600 companies have gone out of business already. Wow. So at some point in time, we're, I would say we're ahead of what the overall economy sees because of trans, we're in transportation for consumers. Mm-hmm. And so we see it on the front side. I think we are presently sitting on the bottom. Rates can't be driven lower. Fuel's now on its way back up, right? So that's that's another thing we don't need. Uh, at some point in time, attrition and capacity level out is the way it's supposed to happen, and it will happen. And then demand picks up a little bit 
and, and then we start to see uh, capacity via discussion and pricing increases. So the consumer is going to be feeling uh, the increases over the next 18 months if, if things stay as they are, freight rates will, will go up slowly and it'll be a, you know, a trudging to get back to, a, I would say, a sustainable level. But I don't think it's long-term sustainable where we are currently. So yeah. we're, you know, we're watching to see, you know, how, how many are going to struggle to make it through this. Yeah. And, you know, you saw, what was it? Yellow, right? Yellow. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think you've got more coming. That's for sure. Right. Uh, and then the impact is going to cause more volatility and higher pricing. And that's going to probably slow and affect the consumer's purchasing power. That's right. Everything comes by truck. People don't realize that. 74 or 78% of everything that you buy comes by truck. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, thank you, Dan. Appreciate you very, very uh, much. Thank All you, right. John. Certainly yeah. appreciate being here. We, we very much appreciate the partnership. Very good. I do as well. And look forward to seeing you in a few months. Right. Thanks very much.